Mm-mm-mm. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of It Ain't That Deep. I'm one of your hosts, Maya. Joined by Brooke. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Hope your day's going good. For Have you real. checked in with yourself today? Have you had that cone yet? Um, <laughs> today we're spicing it up. We're doing something a little different because our brains aren't working. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought this this deck of cards from um, Kmart. Hold on, so I can show the camera real quick. Oh yes, we are filming a little bit of this today, so you're gonna see some snippets up on our Instagram. Yeah, so follow us there at it ain't that deep dot pod. Um, but this is the Soul Seeker deck from Kmart. It was like ten buck, but it's a hundred questions for a deeper connection. And I thought that me and me and Deep can just yeah, me and Deep, me, me and, and Brooke, <laughs> and I agreed. <laughs> yeah, me and Brooke can just um. Answer some questions for you guys that on the Kmart's pod. Kmart's good, man. Yeah, I know. I I live for Kmart, and honestly, some of these questions will probably make you um, self reflect a little bit as well. Join in the conversation. Join with in, us. honestly. Like, you know, just act like you're talking with us because we want it to be an open discussion as well. Um, if these questions that maybe you liked a lot that you want us to maybe go a bit deeper on, hundred mm. percent, we can do a segment on it. Let us know. Yeah, for sure, but. I don't see any reason why we should hang on. Let's crack into this. Yes, yes. All right. Do you want to pull the first card on me? Uh, okay, I'll do it. Okay. Just any side or? Uh, whichever one you want. So these are double-sided cards, by the way. They've got two questions per side. Um, okay, yeah. so I reckon we'll do this half first and then the back. So okay. have you ever lied to protect someone? Explain <sighs> the situation. <sighs> have I lied to protect someone? I have mm. because we had a foreign exchange student come to my school once yeah, and we were doing a performance and unfortunately the costume she was wearing was see-through and she had a G-string on. Oh my and it, it's funny now, like she laughs yeah. about it now, it's hilarious, but at the time obviously we're in high school yeah. and boys were looking at her and pointing it out and I think mm. I actually uh smacked up a couple of dudes because they were taking photos yeah and I made them delete them you know who you are and um drop the ads next time bow, bow, every, bow. and in my head I was like nah don't tell her like it's not the end of the world but then I was like nah she deserves to know mm. um but then At the time, she was like, what's going on? Why is everyone looking at me? I don't want to tell her right at that time. She was about to do her performance. And this was like a Shakespeare performance, and part of the assignment was doing live performances at the school, like throughout the school. So I was like, all right, maybe oh, she's just going to have to do this performance. It's mm. marks, you know, her G-string's not the end of the world. She'll, she'll understand later. So I told her, oh, don't worry about it. Just keep your back to the tree when you're performing. <laughs> That's what I told her. She yeah. listened to me, so it wasn't as obvious. And, not, and you could tell the people that had noticed were trying to stand behind her on purpose. You know who you are. You're Ew. nasty. You're nasty. Ew. And, yeah, so I lied. She did her performance, and then I took her to the side later on and told her. And at first she was horrified but then really thankful because she wouldn't have been able to complete the assignment yeah. after that. yeah. And um, now we just laugh about it. Like yeah. now, it's totally funny. Fair enough. Okay, that's a nice. That's a nice like full circle like ending to the yeah. story. What about you? I'm trying to think. Uh, probably like a bunch of little like white lies over the yeah, years for yeah. people, but nothing significant enough that I'm like. I have a story. Yeah, nothing that I can think of off the top of my head, to be honest. Well, then on the other side of this card, it, this the follow up sort of to this yeah. is. Are people generally honest? What do you mean by that? 
<laughs> exactly. And I think people, I mean, I guess you could put that down to the people you surround yourself with, yeah. the people that you see all the time, because obviously you can't really speak for people yeah. you don't talk Who to. Who is people? Um, your social circle, yeah. your friends, your family, blah, blah, blah. In that case, uh, I would say that the people I surround my, myself with are generally honest, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think we all take a lot of pride like in my friend friendships that we can be very honest with each other and not get like offended. Yeah, yeah. Um but people in general in the world are they generally honest? With yeah. social media and the filters yeah. and like just little things yeah. like makeup and stuff. It's like you can do white lies about so many things. Exactly. Now. It's you know, it's gotten to the point where doing white lies makes you feel like you're being honest. Yeah. And, like, you believe your own white lies. Yeah. So it's, are people really honest? I guess no to a degree. Is it destructive lying? Not all the time. Yeah, exactly. There's an extent. In terms of this, I think it's only been in, like, the last two years mm. that I've managed to surround myself with very honest people yeah. that don't lie to me. And, like, I'm the type of person that if I've got food in my teeth, you need to fucking tell me. 100%, I don't right? care when, yeah. where, why. I would rather you tell me and feel that little bit of embarrassment in the I moment agree. but fix the problem, you know. Yeah. And that's only in the last two years, you know. Before that, unfortunately, I was surrounded by very dishonest people that I thought were my friends and mm. they weren't. And, you know, that's another thing with, you know, getting older and in another episode we talked about ageing. It's another thing, like you're ageing and you realise you have to unravel everything your parents taught you because they know nothing as well. Yeah. And you have to unravel everything you've learned and relearn it again in your adult world and that comes with people's behaviours, their true colours and the way they treat you as well. 100%, yeah. All right, sorry, that was a deep No, 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 I appreciate that. I think you've made a lot of good points there and it is true, Um, as you get older you do realise a lot you you can see through people a lot better. Yeah, yeah, um, 100%. Like, but, yeah, you'd love to assume that everyone is as honest as they can be, but then And when people you say, never like, uh, like, I go off people's vibe, it sounds ridiculous, but yeah. it is so relevant. If your vibe is off For sure. straight off the bat when you meet someone and that person doesn't want to talk to you, you know, that is on you. It might not be anything mm. serious, but I do definitely go off vibe. If someone has not given me something and, like, they're making me feel slightly uncomfortable, yeah. Yeah. I probably... Trust your gut, babes. Yeah, like I trust my gut. I usually trust just your stay gut. away from that. 100%. All right, you want to choose the next card? Yes, let's roll in. So this one, let's see. Have you left behind a negative attitude or behavior? What was that negative attitude or behavior and why did you let it go? Oh, God. There's a lot of different things it could be. The negative, yeah, it could be a lot. I think... The most negative, I think, I wouldn't say mindset, but I felt was leaving a retail job. Mm. And I had so much negativity leaving that because I was basically pushed out of the job. I was forced to leave Mm. and I hadn't even done anything wrong. It was all just a big misunderstanding that honestly could have been solved with one conversation. And they chose not to. They chose to kick me out. And I think, I yeah, I had a lot of anger around that because I felt like I was made out to be someone I wasn't. Mm. And, yeah, I just had a lot of pressure put on me unnecessarily. And then when I finally let go of all of that, yeah, and, like, especially the main person that was, like, 
the the causing of all of it. She mm. she was the main reason why this happened. Once I finally let go of all of that, it was so great. Yeah. Just that realization of you have no power over me. Like this isn't going to affect me anymore. Mm. I can move on. It's all good. It does feel really good, but it did take a really long yeah, time. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a it's a process. Eh? It's yeah. It's, it's giving yourself closure. Yeah, I think mostly. Absolutely, absolutely, and also coming to the realization that sometimes you're not going to get closure. And that's all the closure that you need. Exactly. Sometimes the only choice is to give yourself closure. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing to do. But I tell you what, you won't have to do it again. 100%. You won't have to do it again for the same situation. Once it's done, it's done. Mm. It's so valuable to be able to do that as well. Because, you know, in the future, when things happen to you, you'll be more ready to take that on and process it and process it the right way. Like Mm. actually let yourself feel the feelings because you know in the past you've given yourself closure, you can do it again. Yeah. That's called being a bad bitch. (laughs) Resilient bad bitch, for real. Um, For me, um, I think kind of similarly just learning when to be um, the bigger person. Like I'm petty as fuck, don't get me wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we can all be a little petty. I can be very petty. However, um, I do I, – I don't know. I think I've just learned to walk away from situations instead of blowing them up. Like, this isn't beneficial for you. It's not for me either. Yeah. I'm just going to walk away, and it's so much easier doing it like that and leaving people on red. Yep. Oh, so satisfying. Just like, it fuck is. you. Before in the past, I probably would have sat there and been like – Oh, like, you know, you mean... Like, oh, I have to message mm, back, otherwise mm. I'm going to get a backlash from it. Yeah, nah. People are going to say this and that. Nah. But now I look at a message and be like, you know what, I really don't want to reply to that right now. Yeah. I'll come back to you in an hour. Yeah. Oh, still don't want to reply to you. Cool, I'll reply to you tomorrow. I'm tired. For real. You it's know, just... it's. It, it sounds sucky, but it's like, it's choosing your time. Yeah, I think choosing, yeah, choosing my time and choosing to be a bigger person, especially in times of conflict... For sure. 100%. But I let it go. So I don't know. I didn't feel like trapped by my emotions and stuff like that anymore. Because I I think I'm the type of person I overthink a lot. Yeah. So um, it will play in my head all the time. But just trying to let that go and and push those thoughts away. Yeah. Exactly. But second question from this card. How do you compare yourself to others? Oh, I think... I used to always compare myself weight-wise because uh, I don't know if you've heard of, like, the duff. Mm. It's a movie, but it's an actual saying as well, the designated ugly fat friend. Is it designated? I thought it was dumb. Sometimes it's dumb. (laughs) Sorry, y'all. Personally, I don't think I'm dumb. So I (coughs) call it designated ugly fat friend because I don't think I'm dumb. No. So I was that in a lot of my friendships, and I used to compare myself like that. Like, Mm. my friends are skinny. I'm not... My friends can sit, fit size eights and size smalls. I yeah. can't. Like, yeah, I think just body, body dysmorphia to 100%. a max. Yeah. What about you? Um. Uh, y- yes, and also no. Like, I've, I've, I think my experience is interesting as a, um, a black woman in New mm-hmm. Zealand. Like, very different. I don't know. I've, I've yeah, my whole life. My whole life, from my culture to my skin color mm. to my body type, yeah. uh, just everything. But then there comes to a point where you just realize that you're that bitch. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know? I'm the only version of me. Yeah. And you what know? you're selling, no one else could ever sell. Exactly. So, 
yeah, regaining that confidence slowly but surely and, like, actually genuinely reminding myself that, like, you are this person. No one else is like you and you are not like them really made me feel more confident. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, just reminding yourself that even though there's so many people here like you, you are unique still. Yeah, regardless, exactly. And you are the only version of you that there is, and mm. your mama gave you what you got. You got to be proud. Exactly, <laughs> got to live your best life. But don't compare yourself to others; it's it's damaging. All right, we'll pick up the next card, eh? All right. Who have you misjudged? How were you wrong? Ooh. In mm. my, I'm gonna be honest. In my life, probably probably a lot of people. Yeah, probably I a feel lot like of people. I definitely have. Um, I think uh, the best example I could probably think of is people like at work that I interact with. Yeah, yeah. Um, we deal with a lot of older type of clients and things like that. And sometimes you just underestimate their capabilities or um, what they may or may not be able to do. Yeah, exactly. And I ha- I have been proven wrong by that, and like I can admit that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And being able to admit that is another big thing, you know. We're all here on this earth. We're not here to learn on our own, you know. Other yeah. people are here to teach us stuff as exactly, well. Exactly. And, yeah, I think that's got misjudged. Yeah. Now, hmm, I don't have, like, a specific story, but I think as a kid, I used to – every dude with, you know, t- like, big dude with tattoos was yeah. really terrifying to me. Oh, and yeah. as I got older, I realised that 90% of the dudes that I met with that were like this were the softest teddy Literally, men yeah. on the planet. And they were so nice yeah. and so kind and misjudging people with tattoos as a kid. I think that's probably my Yeah, biggest. 100%. Yeah. Look at you now, covered. Nah, you got yeah. a few. Oh, uh, yeah, I've got a few. Hey, I want to be covered, but I don't have the budget for it. Hard. I think <laughs> it's cultural too, though, with tattoos, 100%. Oh, yeah, definitely. And the way that we view tattoos, I think, as a society has changed a lot over, over exactly. time. Exactly. Like, you know, back when my popper and nana were, you know, running their bar in their, in mm. their time, you know, anyone with tattoos was a gang member or a oh, bike gang right. member or someone really scary that had been to prison and yeah. shit like that. And that, that was the demographic, sorry, and the sort of stigma behind it back mm. then. That now my nana sometimes still sees that, but then we started getting tattoos yeah. and it became very different. And yeah. then now she'll send me like screenshots of, look at this guy's tattoo. It's really nice. Oh, right. Like, That's so be, cute. Yeah. Like changing the mindset. She used to be yeah. so against it. And now she's totally into mm. it. It's pretty cool. But it's something that's chipped away over like a lifetime of just. Yeah. And it's kind know. of like a story of how my Nana misjudged a lot of people. Definitely. And now her grandkids have taught her yeah. the different mindset on how to sort of view people. For sure. For sure. All right, and this is a good one. This is on the other side of the card. Mm-hmm. Do you gossip? <sighs> Be honest. Do I gossip? <laughs> what qu- what what constitutes gossiping? That's the thing. I think. I mean, gossiping can be good or bad. Like just talking shit, talking yeah, about other people. These, yeah, talking shit, talking about other people in a horrible light. But then there's also gossiping, as in like. Um, I'm not gonna cap. I do be talking shit sometimes. Oh yeah, I, I do. I'm not even gonna deny. I think we all we all talk shit. We've all been in we high school. Do. Uh, seriously, if you're gonna stand here and listen to this podcast and say you've never gossiped and talked shit, nah, I know you're lying. Yeah, you've yeah, been to high school, man. Come on, we all not did even, it. Not even just in high school, it's but not in even general, like to be ashamed of. I think everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Um, am I gonna go out of my way and make somebody feel bad about choices that they've made, or go and you know? Talk sh- like no, I'm not going to do that. Absolutely not. And if I have said something about someone or um, whatever it is, 
nine times out of ten, I would say it to their face as well. Yep, so definitely. I'm not afraid to That's say it. That's another thing I've fair. gained with, you know, turning 21, 22, 23, mm. is that I'm now more face-to-face with people. 100%. Like, instead of people, you know, texting me stuff, I'll be like, just talk to my face, bro. Like, mm. Mm. we're adults now. Yeah. We can have conversations. Definitely. We don't need to be all, like, fake liking this and yeah. posting shit about another person and, like, all those little innuendos that you do. Mm. It's, just, it's stupid. I just agree. Talk to people face-to-face. Yeah. But next question, I think this is a really, really good one. Um, yeah. And this episode, you know what? You guys might just be in for a bonus. It might be a little longer because I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, so am I, actually. But, yeah, Kmart is asking, have you inherited a characteristic that you don't like from a parent? Oh, that's a good one. This is a deep one. Yeah. Let's Ooh. spill. Do you want to go first? Um... When I think of, um, again, I'm sorry if you guys are watching this. Characteristics that I don't like. I can be, I don't know. I can be sensitive sometimes mm. about mm. certain things. And uh, I think sometimes my ego can get in the way a little bit. Yeah, And that's something I might have inherited from my parents. And, and I think coping with issues as well. Coping mechanisms, like, I love retail therapy. Yes, <laughs> yep. And uh, not going to lie, I think that's something that I, I got from my mom. Because yep. um, we, we can be quite similar and things like that as well. But that's probably what I would say in, in, in terms of biggest traits that I, I don't like. I think I get my um, attitude and lack of patience from my dad, and mm. I hate that. He's got a very short temper, and he also has, like, a very black and white kind of mind. Like, yeah. he thinks very black and white about things, and that's not a bad thing. Mm. But I find that sometimes I seep into that, and I don't like it. For I like sure. having an open mind about a lot of things. So when I start having that attitude and that short temper and that mm. irritability, I know it's my dad coming out, and I hate it. Yeah. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. <laughs> fair, fair. It's hard, and I think you have to recognise where that where those traits come from in order to sort of move past them as well or try to improve. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, that question's interesting because when I think about characteristics that I got from my parents, there's a lot of stuff that I do mm. really like. Yeah, yeah. You know, like being spiritual and being ambitious, being confident, being outspoken in yeah. certain situations. I love having my mum's sense of humour. Yes, the jokes. The jokes, yeah, <laughs> like I love that. Can't forget about the jokes, but... Yeah, no, love the parents. There is another question on the back of this card. What do you aspire to do? I think this is, however you interpret this question, whether it's short term, long term. Yeah, exactly, like aspire to anything, like even. Yeah, um, like what are your aspirations in life? I just, I just want to be able to travel a lot and just, have a really safe place for my kids I'm going to bring in the future, yeah. you know? like Smoke unlimited weed, smoke unlimited holidays. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no. No, I mean, even just like what I'm studying at the moment, I want to get into this industry and I don't want to be in Hamilton forever. I eventually want to move. Yeah. So even if I could get an opportunity overseas, that'd be really cool. Yeah, that'd be gangster yeah. fire. What about you? Um, oh, what do I aspire to do? In this lifetime... Honestly, I would per, in terms of personal aspirations, I would love to travel, like you said. Yeah. Um, eventually move out of Hamilton. Melbourne is where I want to be long term. So hopefully 
not hopefully I will make that happen one day um but other than that I don't know I think I just want to be someone that people can like look to and think that they're yeah. cool or like that they that they share some type of light yeah and happiness I don't like want to be connection you want like connection 100% people 100% make a difference yeah, yeah. 100% that's definitely cool. I think that's where that's where I see myself yeah all right, we'll pick up the next card. Go for it. Um, do you try to control your life? Um, that's a tricky one. Mm, mm. I think I used to yeah. a lot more than what I do right now. Like, But I think it's also because I was younger, so I felt like I had a lot more to prove, and I felt like I needed to, to like really have my shit unlock and, and you know? Yeah. But as I've gotten older a little bit and been to uni and come more become more relaxed in my schedule, I feel like I don't try to control things as much now. Yeah. Um, you know, it is what yeah, it is. Yeah. But I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. And the thing is, we never really know until it doesn't work. Yeah. If it does work, it does. For but sure. I think for me, I have this big thing on control with myself. I mm. don't know what it is. I just always need to be in control. I always need to know what's going on. I always need to know my surroundings, what's mm. happening around me. I always, you know, read people's body language. I observe yeah. people. I read lips, bro. Like, <laughs> to figure out what sort of conversations are happening around me, I, I do need to be in control. I do hate that about myself sometimes because mm. I can just go with the flow. But when it comes to routine and schedule, I do like to have a lot of control over it. Yeah. So last minute changes are very overwhelming to me. Mm. And last minute decisions and plans are very abrupt. And yeah. 90% of the time, what do we know? That's too much for me. Yeah. Like my fair brain enough. will just shut off and I can't deal with it. Yeah. So I try to be in as control as in control as I possibly can so it feels like my day goes smoothly and then I complete everything I need to do and then I can come home and I can relax have that routine and that yeah that schedule control of my own routine and what I do every day because yeah like I hate having expectations so Mm. I try to fill my day up with what I want to do so that no one else's expectations can get in the way (laughs) I think that's another thing like as I've gotten older people's expectations have gotten more so I've started to care less as a coping mechanism, yeah, like, I, yeah. I don't want to hear what you guys have to say. Whereas, yeah, when I was younger, I was really pushing and hustling and fucking going for it. Because I was like, I need to show these people that I'm capable of of everything. And yeah. I still am. I think I have lost that sparkle a little bit. Um, but the past few years have been a fucking challenge, I'm not going to mm, lie. Yeah. And I'm not the only one that feels that, so... Yeah, 100%. I'm pretty sure there's people listening right now that can definitely relate to that. And I at least hope you guys can relate to this a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to pull one last magic question from this deck, though. We pre-selected it as our final lead-up. Yeah, (laughs) we might have to do a part two on this. If you guys are keen to hear a part two on this and, like... Even like another card deck we can bring in and, you know, do some discussions. Let yeah. us know um, at ain't that deep dot pod on Instagram. <laughs> you, know, you got it. But here is the last question. How did you meet your best friend? Nice little light, oh, light wrap up question. That's a light harder one. Well, yeah. I hope my best friend's listening right now because this, yeah, kind of our origin story in yeah. a way. We obviously met at school mm. and it's funny because I actually used to not like her. Like, I used to find her Always. really irritating and annoying, and I don't know, I just didn't like her, and then we had a same class one year, we got forced to sit next to each other, mm. and at first I was like, ugh, but, but after a term, we were, like, close as. That's lit. Came really close, and I think our first ever sleepover, 
um, she came over to my house mm. and um, she got dressed up in her Winnie the Pooh, yellow, bright yellow Winnie the Pooh oh, pyjamas. Icon. And this was when, like, um, because she, she's quite little, she – her mum was always afraid she'd get sick. Oh, yeah. And my mum was like that to a degree as well. Yeah. But I always just hated having my shit tucked How in. How old but were you guys? I think this was like five or six. Oh, shit. Okay. Like five, six, seven maybe. Yeah. And she came out in her Winnie the Pooh outfit, but her top was tucked in, pants pulled all the way up to her chest. <laughs> and then she had her bright red um, fluffy socks, bed yeah. socks, tucked over her pants, like her pants were tucked into her socks because so her ankles were get yeah. cold. Totally practical, yeah. totally get it. Uh, but it was so funny. At I the can time. imagine, yeah. And I had the exact same pajamas as well, so we had matching oh, pajamas. Cute. And then, um, so yeah, that's kind of how we met, just like over Winnie the Pooh, yeah, and like not liking each other, and then realizing we're actually very much alike. Mm. Then our parents became friends, and I think for our fifteen years, we actually got matching Winnie the Pooh tattoos. Oh, that's so <laughs> sweet! I live. So Casey, if you're hearing this, love you to bits. Cute, very, very. What about cute. you? What about you? Um. How did I meet Miss Sharice? I got invited to a party mm-hmm. after I'd moved out of home um, at this fucking Greensboro flat. And I was like, I've never oh. I've never been to Greensboro, right? So yeah. I was just like, I bet party, whatever. Go upstairs, see this fucking crazy bitch in the kitchen. Hey! Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> going nuts. And that's just how Sharice is. I love her. Um, but yeah, so much energy. And yeah, so we full just, of life, so yeah, bubbly. No, legit. So we we clicked then, um, and went to a couple other of her parties, and we'd just kind of see each other then. And then she just asked me one day if I'd want to go flatting with her next year. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, I need to go flatting anyway. This bitch seems cool. So yeah, yeah. yeah let's go. <laughs> Loving the vibes. That's exactly. what I mean. Like if the vibes were off of her, you yeah. wouldn't have done that. No, vibes were on. So we, um, yeah, we found a house. We moved in together. Um, lived together, went through a lot of shit, and we just got really, real close. And yeah, now we're yeah. now we're besties, still living together. Um, and honestly, I don't know what my life would look like without her mm. in it. Like yeah. a, a lot have and it's amazing how together. split second decisions like Hard. that. Like you, like you were talking about the butterfly yep. effect. It's just like little moments like that. Like if I hadn't invited Casey over for a sleepover. Yeah. That might not have happened. I or know, like, that's fucked Even up. though, you know, I didn't like her in the beginning, that paved the way for me definitely, to like her. Because definitely. I don't know, I feel like if we had liked each other right off the bat, I, I probably wouldn't have ended well. Yeah. Because it would have been just too excite, too much excitement. Yeah. It would have been so annoying. It's in reverse almost. It's also day. how I figured out that I also was very annoying. So, <laughs> you live and you well, learn. Well, yeah. Well, secretly a bit <laughs> annoying. But you find your other annoying person and that's exactly. what makes it work. Exactly. Yeah. But... Thank you guys for tuning in to uh, this week's episode, The Soul Seeker Deck. I really enjoyed recording this. I love that. I love this episode. This yeah. is cool. But if you guys enjoyed it, please let us know on our IG. I'll say it again for the bitches in the back that was not paying attention. It's it ain't that deep dot pod. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes, flood us, flood our social media with suggestions, yeah. with even discussions. And hey, if there's things you did or didn't like, let us know. Please. Yes. And um, yeah, stay tuned on Instagram because we've got a lot more stuff coming out. That's so. the one. So, kakite anō, everyone. See ya. <laughs>